Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about how many deals can you do at once? And I'm quoting Jill right before we turn the microphones on. All right, is this a number? What What's the show actually about? And I said, you know, it comes down to what your comfort level is. I was going to say, it comes down to what do you think it's about? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, Don't you hate when people do oh that? Oh, my God. Let's talk about this for a moment. What, <laughs> what do you, what, is, what does, does that mean feel? to you? Oh, how does it make you feel? Define deal. What does a deal mean to you? <laughs> how do people do that? I don't know. Thank you for not doing that. No. I was a, when I was growing up, I, uh, um, I was a spank me and send me to my room kind of person. Please don't, <laughs> please don't make me sit down and talk about why I felt the need to, you know, do whatever and use the couch furniture, the living room furniture for this purpose in the backyard. You know? <laughs> so that was it. Jill, and why would you turn our couch into a slip and slide with with all the wax paper and saran wrap and aluminum foil you could possibly find in the kitchen? Oh my gosh, just, can we do just, that today? Right. <laughs> so that sounds like a blast, actually. Yeah. And how did you get it out there, by the way? How many kids could you get involved to get the furniture out of the backyard? When the kids were little, I used to we used to make sleds and go down the stairs. Remember that? Oh, that was a blast. We did. You did that. Yeah. With a sleeping bag. Yeah. And um, some cardboard. Oh, my God. And one apartment <laughs> that we had one time. That's oh, that's a long time. And ago. I remember and it, little. It, it, the kids, it was a it was a stairs and there was a wall. <laughs> and I remember it was just slam against the wall. Mm, and I'm like oh, over and over again. Somebody's going to call on us or Worst yet, oh, the times are the times be, are turned now. There's going to be a broken tooth. Yeah, that's true. Well, then I was older, and I, when you're young, you didn't see that. I didn't see the danger in it. Now I do. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's danger. I just think it's messing stuff up. Oh, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the HouseAcademy.com online community. It's free. Leonard wrote, "Hello, land investors. I bought a lot." from the commissioner of state lands in blank. I am trying blank to- Blank state. Blank state. I'm trying to figure out exactly what I have. From Google Maps, it appears to be located at such and such street address. And then parcel fact shows that there was a sale of $58,000 in 2017. I think it's a multi-parcel deal. There we go. That's what's coming out here. The county data shows this lot to be unimproved, but the lady on the phone uh, also said there was previously a structure on it in 1990. Which is why it's on the House Academy show. Interesting. I'm not sure where to go from here. Should I contact an agent? Would this be an... Would it have been an illegal addition if the structure looked like... It was a duplex from Google Maps. Interesting. If anyone has done a deal with any knowledge like this, any knowledge is, is greatly appreciated. Sincerely, Leonard. So help me. I'm trying to read between the lines, and I think you I, know. I, I okay. do. Uh, the underlying question here and, and the real message here, uh, and I'm not picking on you, Leonard, at all. We know who Leonard is, and he's an active member, and, and we love him. There's a lot of research and digging and stuff that goes on with tax deeds. Uh, really, any any real estate deal, and there's always some unknowns 
almost every single deal has three or four or five unknowns. Can I put a mobile on it? Well, they say I can. Is there a sewer at the street? Well, they tell me that the sewer is at the street, but in the past, I've been told that, and maybe in the same county, and it just wasn't there. If this drives you nuts, if you're the kind of person that needs to have every single box checked and every unknown flipped over and uncovered before you can move to the next slot and, and whatever you're trying to accomplish, this is not for you. This is a great example of what goes on with tax deeds and what goes on with real estate deals in general. Right. And there used to be a house there. Excellent. Then, then you know for sure that somebody addressed the utilities somehow. That's a massive improvement and an attribute in my head. Check. That's a great. I mean, now I'm like, now I'm into the deal mm-hmm. way more than I would be if it was just a, a really far out real pace of uh, real vacant property. Mm-hmm. You're looking on Google Earth at this address. It ties with the APN. Uh, if you know, you can slide that slider on Google Earth. Pick a date all the way back to 1990. They have satellite images from 1990 to 2019 or 2020. You can see what happened very clearly. If the one year the house is gone, the the year before it it was there, now you've got two pictures to sell this property with. Like this is what used to be there, and this is what's there now. You know, this is all good news. So the way that this is written, and the spirit of this question is, help, I don't know the answers. When do you ever know all the answers? You make the best of the situation. He's got a little bit more information uh, from the county than I than typically I've gotten out of uh, uh, talking to the counties in this state, and so this is all positive, and that's how these things should be looked at. Um, this is not OCD land. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> we add that, then the then the topic of the show would be: Did you get your one deal done this month? <laughs> Yeah, this year. If it was OCD land. (laughs) How many did you do? One a month. But I know everything about it. Yep. Every single thing. And I know all the property history back to whenever. Exactly. I've personally spoken to every owner. And I know every person in the county. And I've taken them to lunch. (laughs) Here's the perfect deal for us. Might not be the perfect deal for you. I send out a bunch of mail. Let's say we buy a property, Jill buys a property for 20 grand. Uh, and that was maybe, I, maybe my offer was 15. She got it. it would, we all decided 20,000 is good. We know the property is worth 80. We know that. We've talked to brokers. We've talked to people in the area. Maybe Jill called the 7-Eleven down the street, which is, I'm not exaggerating. We've That's what she does. recent stuff. What's available right now. And maybe, maybe she calls the county and says, can I put a mobile on there? Just, just to know. We stop right there and we build a great posting that that inadvertently says in our posting it says we've never done a lot of research on this property but we know it's a great deal for you that's it you probably because you're local see some value in this and but we're we're passing on the savings like Walmart we bought it so cheap so we can mark it up a little bit and send it to you not here's every single detail that is possible with this land. Here it is. And we're going to give it to you for half price. <laughs> exactly. So do yourself, a, give yourself a, a big pat on the back and do yourself a favor. Don't learn too much about these properties that you buy. Just make sure it's not a crash and burn situation. That's it. 
and then sell it real cheap to somebody local who believes, and, and they are. You know, we wouldn't be in business if we weren't providing cheap real estate to people on, the sell, on our sell side. This would have been over with, you know, the first two years that I started if I was charging retail and explaining all the stuff about the property, basically explaining with all these details why I'm charging retail prices. I would have been out of business in, in two years, long before I ever met Jill. We're in the business of buying incredibly cheap real estate, passing on the savings, and not really learning too much about the actual asset itself in the process. I'm waiting for the show. <laughs> oh, is it too much? Just I'm like, just I'm. I was done five minutes ago. You and everybody else. Oh, that's great. I'm just that's kidding. So much fun to co-host with you today. I'm kidding. Today's topic because Jill wants to hear it. How many deals can you do at once? This is why you're listening. Here's the number, Jill. It was a little bit of a dead horse. It was going dead horse. So, no, and that, trust me, I'm the queen of that. I know that. So, all right. You're the queen of dead horse. You know what I mean. <laughs> I have, look. I'll throw myself under the bus. I have been told that I, at times, can beat a dead horse, so I really have to try not to. So that's why I said we answer the question, move on. You know, speaking of being the queen of something, uh oh, how many deals can you do at once? Well, I was just thinking about this. This is a house show. So there's a house component, and then there's a land component. And trust me, I can do five times as many land deals as I can house deals, because there's a lot more involved. So. I'm going to do house comfortably, comfortably, you know, easy. I could do 10 a month. So oh, easy. And then land deals, I could do 50 to 100. But, yeah. but this is because, too, in a past life, I've had, I've juggled 80 clients at one time and had to follow up and make phone calls and three drop off and three more come on mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. So I, I'm, and I like it. I'm, and it's, again, too. Because at this level, you know, I can sit and review, like both of us, you know, we can review a bunch of deals. I could have 10 deals and go, yes, no, no, yeah, you know, not like that fast. But in an hour, I can look at them all and go and make a good decision of whether we're going to buy them or not and, you know, get them moving kind of thing. What's your number? So here's how I look at it. I look at it two ways. How many deals can I mechanically handle at once? Uh, and that that number truly is in the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds um, at once. So if you think of a hub and a spoke model, so you're the hub and you, and you have like an old wagon wheel and you have a spoke coming out, those, that, let's say that spoke coming out is a team. You've got a transaction coordinator and you have whatever it takes to get, I don't know, let's say one team can get 10 or 20 or this is how a, a title agent, by the way, a title like First American Title runs their business. The hub is is a, a local office, and then they have agents coming off of it, utilizing resources. So maybe a hub, the, the model for uh, title agents is 30. They expect the title agent to do 30 deals a, uh, a month, which just means they're perpetually doing 30 deals all the time. That's a good number. And so each spoke, you're, at this, you're the decision maker and you're doing the mail, which is almost infinite in the, in the hub. Each spoke can do 30. That's a lot of deals. Then it becomes my second point is, how much money do you have? So I'm constantly in this balance sheet state of mind, which still doesn't know about, where we have cash and we have real estate value. And so, and you never, for me, like 50, 50, maybe like 75, 25, you always want to have kind of more real estate than you do cash. Uh, and so you got to balance it that way. So that can be a limit. 
how do you fit, solve that in the hub and spoke way with partners so it's not how many deals can you do at once that is really the question because that that's you can do a lot of deals there's other stuff involved okay <laughs> <laughs> i agree i'm lost i'm sorry i'm like i don't i i got under your hub and spoke thing and i'm still thinking about the deals and getting them done and what's important with the deals so i apologize i got a little distracted there it happens happy you could join us today every monday wednesday and friday uh you can find us right here on the house academy show on tuesdays and thursdays wait a minute we are this is a thursday Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're on the Land Academy show. I'm totally lost right now. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're on the House Academy show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy show is called What Gets Jill Excited? <laughs> you are not alone in your real estate ambition. It was not this episode, I can tell you No, that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because I thought of it. I had one vision in my head and where the show was going to go. So what was and it? I was thinking about it. Did I miss it? So... Yeah, it was not, it was It was more, I was thinking of it, how many deals can I really do and churn and buy and sell in an infinite amount of time, not as a whole company system. So oh, I like was- how many deals can you do in your career? Like, yeah, that's right, that, you know, oh. not, and I was thinking just like, is it a month? Well, that's, like, that's good, how many doing deals? A, well, and that's how I was thinking, what can I do one at, at once? And it was given my current team, my current financial situation, and everything and you and nobody's right or wrong here you just took it to a big picture level and i'm like well i never well, let's, saw let's, that it's let's, okay i think it'd be valuable how many deals can you do well i already answered it okay so but so i i just like that's where you took it to a bigger picture level and i'm like and it it, it made me ponder all kinds of other things as you're talking big picture i was talking about the chapter in the book and you were talking about the series of books and how it's going to change everyone's viewpoint on this topic, whatever it is. Seriously. So that's where I well, went. Well, that's not the first well, time Well, then I went, happened. well, poop, I'm only thinking about chapter one. I'm like, well, I feel like like an idiot over here, and you're talking about, you know, philosophy, and that's where I got a little bit of loss in your philosophy. Well, it's not the first time. Oh, that's true, and it won't be the last. I can hear, uh, <laughs> I can hear podcasting devices turning off all over the country. Right. Right Great. Now. No, that's called, you know, the, the keep it simple, stupid, or keep it, yeah, right. Is that right? Well, that's it, yeah. Okay. So they're going to come up with a new one, keep dumb it down for Jill or something like that. Or keep it simple, Steve. Keep it simple, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> the House Academy show remains commercial free for you, our low listener. So wherever you're watching, wherever you are listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We are Steven Joe. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>